Following Christ in 2021 is not for the faint of heart. Striving to be a kingdom man isn't about packing up and taking a vacation. It's about getting your mind right, your gear packed, and heading into war. It's more important now than ever before to stand up for what's right and just in the eyes of the Lord and seek His truth. This ain't a cruise ship, fellas. It's a battleship. So buckle up and get ready for the truth, the uncomfortable truth. Hello and welcome back to the uncomfortable truth. You may have some AirPods Pro in. AirPod Pros, I think that's how you say it. You may have those in. Go ahead and reach around to your right ear and hold down that stem for noise cancellation. Nothing else is more important than listening to this right now. I'm kidding, guys. I'm kidding. <laughs> Listen, if you're laying in bed with your wife or your kids around and you're like sound muting them, noise canceling them right now, and they're tapping you on the shoulder, you don't have to cancel them out. We're going to open up today's uh, podcast with a prayer like we always do. Brandon's going to go ahead and lead that off for us. All right, guys. Dear Heavenly Father, we love you. We thank you for the blessings that you provide that uh, sometimes we get to see uh, as we're walking this earth, and we can uh, just be overly grateful that uh, you've allowed us to see that and how you work. Uh, sometimes we may not see it, and Lord, we ask that we uh, keep our hearts and our eyes uh, to you to continue to glorify you in every step that we take, Lord. And uh, as we go through today and discuss uh, Obi's topic, help us to uh, be truthful and honest and uh, just very open so that anyone out there listening, that it could benefit them to know you, that uh, that will be easier to, to happen, Lord. Lord, we love you and we thank you. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 So this is Obi, and uh, it's my week, um, my topic to, to just kind of talk with you guys about what's, uh, what's been on my heart. And uh, honestly, this has been on my heart for several weeks now. Uh, so I've really been looking forward to getting getting to this and, and discussing it with you all. But before I um, read you the, the Bible verse that I feel like um, kind of aligns with and, and, and really speaks to what uh, I would like to talk about. I feel like that um, last podcast verse really, um, I feel like it really coincides with, with, my, with my verse, and I feel like it can also speak to what I want to talk about today. So I wanted to get Sean uh, to reread uh, from our last podcast, First Timothy, or is it Second Timothy? Second Timothy 2.15. Right. It is, do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who has no need to be ashamed, rightly handling the word of truth. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, that's really spoke to us in our last podcast. What sticks out to me in, in uh, that verse is uh, working um, and not being ashamed. Um, you know, God calls us to not be ashamed. Um, you know, just want you to kind of hang on those words as we, um, as we go into the verse that I want to talk to you about today, which is John fourteen twelve. John 14, 12 says, Truly, truly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also, and greater works than these he will do. So I want to read that one more time. John 14, 12, Truly, truly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also, 
and greater works than these he will do. So um, we're going to reference that verse several times throughout uh, today's podcast. You know, when I read that verse, uh, it makes me think about uh, doing great things. Um, It makes me think about greatness. And uh, the topic of, of this podcast is authentic greatness. Authentic Ooh, I like that. That's good. Authentic So, um, you know, just be thinking about what you feel like that might mean to you. Uh, when I think about just being a man growing up, you know, a young boy, I think about just the differences between uh, <laughs> what, what it first made me think about was just how different we are when it comes to girls. You know, I mean, we, we want uh, to be, we want to play battle you know on you know in the backyard we we want to have swords and guns and sound effects yeah sound effects we want to jump out of trees and kill things you know i mean um you know i feel like that just naturally our innate uh you know human nature as men is to be conquerors to be kings um you know to um achieve greatness, you know, and, and I feel like that, um, a lot of times that can, uh, especially maybe in the Christian faith, you know, in church, you know, looking to achieve greatness, I feel like, uh, could possibly just kind of be counterintuitive to maybe what we feel like greatness should be. Mm. And, um, so that's what I really wanted to talk about today. I wanted to, to, you know, get the, get the guy's opinion on, on what they think on this. You know, um, I've been reading a book, as we talked about in, in um, you know, some of our last podcasts, um, The Kingdom Man by Tony Evans. About to finish this thing up, so, um, you know, we'll probably be on to a new book in, in some of the following weeks. But um, Tony really hits on, on these, this concept of authentic greatness and um, again like I was saying as as men we we crave significance and influence and impact you know uh, we we love to see the Navy SEAL shows you know we love to uh, the the battle the intrigue you know we we want to feel the rush of the chase you know um, anything less than then the rush is ordinary, and and we just don't yearn to be ordinary. Um, you know, we, we don't typically want to admit it, maybe in our Bible studies or in Sunday school, but we desire greatness. And and I, I think I think that it's important in, to to talk about greatness and what that means to the Christian man. You know, and 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 what it shouldn't mean. I feel like that we really need to hit on what it should mean. Um, you know, I think that in a lot of ways, some men and Christian men confuse the idea of desiring greatness to thinking that it may go against biblical teachings such as servanthood and humility. Uh, but the truth is that God absolutely desires greatness from us. And I feel like that if we go back to our verse— the Lord says in John fourteen twelve, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. 
and greater works than he's than these he will do. The Lord is telling us right here that Jesus walked the earth and did amazing things, but that if we choose to follow him and seek his truth, truth that we are capable of doing greater works than even Jesus did on this earth. And that's really hard to, to, to think about. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's hard for me to think about and put my mind around, but it, it's very clear. Um, and, you know, Pastor Tony Evans in, in the book, The Kingdom Man, uh, you know, just to kind of paraphrase a little bit about what he says, he says, greatness is maximizing your potential for the glory of God and the good of others. And he goes on to say, your desire for greatness is not something that you have to check at the church door. Uh, I realize that it may seem to fly in the face of what you have heard as a call to be meek and humble and a servant of all, but authentic greatness never negates any of those characteristics. In fact, authentic greatness includes the true definition of all of them. So, uh, I'm going to leave it at that, guys. I'd like to get some of your um, feedback on this, see what you guys think about it, and, and uh, you know, talk about this. One of the sermons I was listening to actually on the way here uh, earlier this morning, um, it was uh, Ravi, Ravi Zacharias, and he was talking about how he had um, – uh, he was talking about how God uses ordinary people to do unbelievable things. And um, he said one time he was talking to Billy Graham – uh, and uh, now Billy Graham and Ravi Zacharias have both passed away just here recently. Um, what's Billy Graham has been a couple of years, but uh, I think um, Ravi Zacharias has just been a few months. And he said he was talking to Billy, uh, and he said, Billy, with all due respect, um, I've heard preachers that, that preach better than you, and I'm just wondering, you know, why did God choose you? <laughs> Uh, to to do these this unbelievable feat of you know winning all these people um, to the, to the Lord to uh, you know winning all winning souls for 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 the Lord and, and doing kingdom work he said it's just it's remarkable and uh, he said Billy Graham looked up at him and he said that's one of the first things I'm going to ask God whenever I get to heaven wow. he said that's going to be my first question and uh, you know it's um, it's it's pretty. You're exactly right. I mean, I think inside of the depth depths of of our soul, we all uh, we all want to strive to do something great. You know, I, I think it's uh, it's one of the reasons why it's so cool to watch an action movie where this guy, you know, saves everybody and saves the world, and you know, whether it's Armageddon or SEAL Team Six or whatever. Uh, it's something that I, I believe it, it, in all of us. You know, we want to we want to be great. We want we want people to be proud of us. Uh, we want our families and our loved ones. We want to leave a a lasting legacy that has a profound effect and uh, you know uh, for the greater good. And I believe it's something that God puts in all of us. Um, I truly do. I think we all have it. It's like a void we all want to strive to fill. You all agree? I agree one hundred percent. I would bet you that any man listening to this uh, could relate to waking up with a pit in the bottom of your stomach that you can't explain, but it won't go away. And you're like, I'm missing something. So let's assume you already know Jesus. Okay. And even if you don't, 
All right. Then that's the first step. You know, got to figure out how to know him. But, and I'm only speaking for me. Uh, that pit often is me selling myself short and what God thinks I can do in my mind. And the greatness that we have inside of us didn't come out of thin air. We were wonderfully and uniquely made. And that greatness may look different, probably will for almost everybody. But the beauty is, is that we were all given a skill set that I think Jesus wants us to maximize for his kingdom. And for some of us, it might seem more humble or meek from our eyes looking on the outside looking in. And for some of us, it might be like Billy Graham where we're like, that's the first thing I'm going to ask because I don't know why he chose me. All right. So uh, I agree completely, but I just circle back to where does that come from? And any time I have that pit in my stomach, that really is me needing to get right with the Lord and go, okay, what am I missing here? Because I'm you know, kind of slow. It takes me a little while to pick up God's subtleties. Sometimes it's like a two-by-four over the back of the head, as I like to say, before I figure out, oh, you're talking to me about that. So, Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I really think that we have to be careful in our search for greatness in being mindful that we have to oppose our natural tendencies. Hmm. We have to we have to oppose our nature of sin uh, when we do actually achieve notable things in life. Our nature and this world and our culture um, wants us to tout ourselves. It wants us to throw up our chest, to throw up our chin, to you know, pat ourselves on the back. And, um, I mean, just the nature of our culture is, I mean, just think about the American dream, you know, uh, go out, get the nicest cars, the nicest house, the most money, um, the most trophies, the most trophies, the, and, and, and again, our culture puts this huge price tag, um, on those things. And, it diminishes the price tag that maybe we used to or maybe God calls us to put that high price tag on character, you know, on integrity, on being a family man, um, on impact, you know, the impact that we're making for his kingdom. And again, I, I just feel like that because our culture and our world um, you know, it, it's so money driven. It's so that, that greatness, when, when you think about that word greatness, you naturally think about all those other things. You don't think about being great in the areas where God truly desires you to be great. And, and so I just think that we have to be super careful that our desire for greatness, uh, does not steal God's glory. That uh, that automatically makes me think about a bumper sticker uh, that I believe you told me about one time, Obi, um, and uh, you were sitting at a red light, and uh, this guy's driving this jam up, you know, hundred thousand dollar truck, and uh, the bumper sticker said, "Don't let the truck fool you. My treasures are in heaven." Wow. And uh, man, 
it kind of stabs a lot of people in the heart, you know, whenever you really think about it. And, and, and when you, if we're being honest, you know, I mean, um, this world is shiny object driven, you know, yeah, and uh, absolutely, it's not about our eternal. It is about our, our eternal. It's not about all this stuff here, you know, in a hundred years, nobody's going to care what kind of truck you drove. They no. don't care. They don't it, give two craps. It doesn't no. matter. And that's that's what Tony says in, in this book. You know, he, he says, God is not opposed to greatness. God is opposed to pride. Mm. Ooh, and, and, there's a, and there's a big difference, guys. You know, uh, big difference between greatness and pride. <laughs> Did y'all hear that? <laughs> that's good. It's, it's designed. Um, our American way, in quotations, is designed by the devil to distract us. Devil is the enemy of God. He does not want our focus to be on God, to be on Jesus. And so he he distracts us, and he's designed these things in a world that he knows that'll work, right? If you tell everybody that they have to be rich to be successful, uh, if you tell one person and they believe it, they'll tell another person, whether, whether it's their um, words or their actions— just like we will tell people what we believe based on what's in our heart. And so that is the lie that we have told ourselves. I, I know I have. Um, Lord dealt with me on money and finances 10, 15 years ago just about how I put the value of a dollar over the value of my relationship with him. And it uh, it's hard. It's hard to, like, come to that realization that, like, what's what's really in my heart you know what am what am I truly thinking about what am I striving for um what you think about the most is is what you strive for the most and so what is that one thing for us what's that one thing for you if it's not Jesus I'm I'm like sweating here because I'm talking to myself too if it's not Jesus if Jesus is not the one that I'm focused on all the time I got to realign my priorities. You know, one of the things that this really just hits me upside the head on is, you know, money is just, it's literally just a piece of paper, you know, basically. Just uh, a tool. It's a tool. So um, the people that I find myself most drawn to personally are people who are successful, but they're also people who every opportunity that their success comes up, they swing it right back around to Jesus. And they go, hey, yeah, this is nice. It's The world says I'm successful. But if I didn't know Jesus like that bumper sticker, this wouldn't matter at all. Um, and he might take it away from me tomorrow. You know, and you just feel in their heart and their, their lack of pride for what they've done, you know, air quotes, is, is genuine. I think that's, gen- that's authenticity right there is, you know, if this guy lost it all tomorrow, he'd still be singing Jesus's praises. Yeah, and uh, I, woo, that's greatness. <laughs> yeah, that is that is authentic greatness. Authentic, yeah, yep. absolutely, it it is. I mean, um, you know, I, I don't know. I just feel like I feel like that it's important for men, for us as men, to recognize that innate desire to be great. You know, I, I just think about just think about the uh, 
a Troy Aikman jersey that you wore when you were eight years old. How'd you know that? Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, yeah, yeah. Emmett Smith, um, <laughs> you know, I, I just, I mean, we literally wore the names of great, what, who we considered great men on our backs so that we could feel great. They didn't have a <laughs> Dallas Cowboy jersey with Billy Graham on the back of it. They didn't, did they? <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just, it, it literally, I think that we're just like we're born sinners. I think that God uh, designed us to be born desiring greatness. And I just think that that greatness uh, ought to inspire other men because they see our impact um, for good in the lives of, of the other, other people that we're surrounding ourselves with. So, Obi, when you say those things, I'm curious because this comes to my mind. It, it doesn't have to be an either-or. It's kind of, you know, you can be striving to be great and loving people for Jesus at the same time. You don't have to set aside wanting to be great over Jesus. They actually can be in alignment. And I know personally when I've been chasing greatness without Jesus, it sucked. It was not fun. I wasn't making connections that are things that I want to share. You wind up on a dead end road. You do. That's a good way of putting it. So, you know, I don't think it's either or, uh, although it has been either or for me many times. And listen, the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. That is not fodder. That is 100%. I am your worst enemy. I want to trick you make you think something that's not true, lie to you, make you believe a lie that you think is true. Any way I can twist you up to get an advantage, I'm going to. I think about the Detroit Pistons and the Chicago Bulls. Okay? They had legendary matchups left and right. And, uh, you know, we don't know if Michael Jordan's a believer or not, but he always seemed to have an edge mentally that no other athlete has ever had in my lifetime. So I was telling Shane a story. This is, I just died laughing. Now, this is greatness, and I'm not saying it's godly greatness, okay? But this is the worldly example of greatness for sure. He's being interviewed. He's in his late 50s, maybe almost 60. And he says, uh, the interviewer says, well, you know, the Lakers are touted as probably the best team to ever walk the face of this earth, and you guess. And he goes, and the interviewer says, uh, so how do you think that y'all would match up, you know, if y'all were to play? And he said, well, I think we'd win by two or three. And that guy goes, only two or three? He goes, yeah, most of us are in our 60s now. (laughs) 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 So can we be that great for Jesus is the point. (laughs) That's that's really cool. (laughs) There's a confidence that comes um, when we know we're walking in the Lord and inspiring to be great for him. In those other moments, like as a Christian, if, if we're... If we're not truly striving to be great for the Lord, to be authentic, authentically great, there's always, in the back of your mind, whether you want to admit it or not, it's part of being aware about what's going on in our own lives, is that there's always in the back of our mind, like, I'm not really doing this for anybody but me. Even if I'm just thinking about me and my family, it's still not giving the credit and the it's not doing it for the right reasons. But when we're truly like in alignment, we talked about in the last podcast, Brandon gave an example of being in alignment with Jesus. 
if we're truly in alignment with our Lord and striving to be great, then we're not going to have those checkups. God's going to be like, green light, you know. This is not a Matthew McConaughey book. Man, you just—I just exactly went there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's just—he's gonna—he's gonna gonna go get on a horse. Let's go, man. Go tell people about me. Like that's what we're put here for, and and be great. I think Obi is a great example of like, golly, the world wants to tell us that it's not okay to be great for Jesus. I had another thought there, and I just... Let me help you until it comes back to you. (laughs) Peanuts. What we want to do is redefine what greatness is, and it's not what the world says is great. You know, there is a perfect example of greatness is when Jesus Christ walked this earth. That is the example of authentic greatness, and we want to strive for that. Amen. You know, um, just... I feel like God, this has been on my heart. You know, Shane Shane and I have talked about a little in some of the previous podcasts where, um, you know, our, our, our journey started, you know, 10 or 11 months ago. I, I feel like uh, when that journey started for me, I feel like that I, I went into, uh, the Lord pulled me into a, a sanctification process where he just started to whittle on my soul. And, mm-hmm. um you know, in in the midst of that whittling and that chiseling and that sharpening, um, there was a time, uh, you know, early on in that where I was really struggling um, with the idea. You know, Sean Sean has talked about that he and I are in the sales industry. In our industry, it is just common practice to um, to shoot for glory. We see our name at the top of the report. You know, we see we see our name at the top of the sales report. We, we know we've we've achieved greatness in that realm, you know, and and whenever that happens, you know, you, you everybody's patting you on the back and telling you how wonderful you are and it's very easy for that human innate nature that I talked about earlier to to sneak in and think that you're something, you know, you, you're, you're thinking that, that, uh, you have got it going on and, and, you know, in my sanctification process, the Lord was saying, Obi, you have it going on because of me. I, 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 I deserve the glory for everything that you've accomplished, anything that you've achieved. And, and so th- this has been something that when I read this chapter in Tony Evans' Kingdom, man, um, it just, every word jumped off the page at me. And it, it's, it's something that I've struggled with uh, on how to align myself. Shane talked about that alignment. And, and Tony Evans, he, he says, greatness for a kingdom man begins by aligning yourself with God. In, I'm sorry, gr- greatness for a kingdom man begins by aligning yourself with God's kingdom agenda to benefit others. And I I just think it's so important to understand greatness is okay. Greatness is wonderful. God desires that greatness, but he desires it for us as kingdom men to align with his kingdom agenda to serve others. 
to serve others, which in turn glorifies Lord the Lord in a in a wonderful way. Whenever I um, I want to tell a quick story in regards to um, Troy Aikman jerseys, and uh, about two years ago we were at Javier's in Dallas, and uh, Troy Aikman came down and he sat beside us at the table, and um, about the same time that we sat down and. Um, Anyway, you know, it's all kind of surreal, you know, this guy that you've, I guess, sports figure, you know, idolized and looked at, and, you, and you, you've always thought, man, this guy is just an unbelievable, great, mighty giant of a man, you know. And uh, whenever he was uh, really in his prime, I was in high school, and uh, I think freshman, sophomore, junior, I'm 43 years old now. And uh, anyway um, – you know, it was just all kind of surreal. But then we got up about the same time, and this was a valet-only restaurant, and uh, he was uh, standing next to me, and, you know, and, and we're about the same height and almost the same. I mean, uh, he's more of a big-bone guy than I am, but he might have had 10 pounds, maybe 10 pounds on me. And, um, and you know, his roster says he's 6'4". 219 was his playing weight. And uh, I looked it up after – we left that day just because I was <laughs> I'm interested. Not surprised. I was interested, you know, and and it, it you know, it's uh, it's crazy because he just wasn't near as a monster of a man that I had painted in my mind, mm-hmm. and uh, it's almost like the greatness in the world today. Okay, it um, it's deceiving. It's inflated. One thousand percent, and and I want to take I don't want to take anything. Troy Aikman was an unbelievable football player. I mean unbelievable quarterback and just accomplished more than what a lot of court NFL quarterbacks accomplished. He was amazing. However, he just wasn't the, he wasn't the monster of a man that I had painted in my mind, you know, and uh, you know, I think a lot of people when it comes to, you know, achieving greatness from a shiny object standpoint, you know, it's just deceiving, you know, it's Mm -hmm. not, it's just not when we get there, it's just not what we thought it would be, you know, and it's not what we think it is whenever we actually see maybe that individual in person or, or maybe we see that, that vehicle or that house in person. It's just not, it's not all that, and it just doesn't matter, and it's just it's unimportant. And uh, anyway, so um, he brought up the Aikman jerseys. It just made me think about that. I like that because, you know, we are all 24-7 with our phone in our hand typically. So the thing that just jumped into my head with you saying that and that inflated view of things or that really view that's a little bit wrong because it just builds up this picture in our head. You know, I think about this, you know, what if instead of Facebook defining what was or wasn't for us, what if it was the book? You know, what if instead of it being the filters on Instagram, it's the pages in his book? You know, that's where the truth is. And that's where it'll tell us, is this inflated? And worldly, or is this God's divine word? And uh, and we're all guilty of that daily. The minute you start comparing someone's pictures to what you don't have, uh, my sister-in-law Shane's wife says it all the time. You know, uh, I lost it. Comparison, comparison is a thief said of joy. by Teddy Roosevelt. Is that right? I initially quoted I by him. That I uh, think so. Sean checked it. Yeah, I think yes. it's Teddy Roosevelt. But, yes. You know, it's just we have to just be aware that. That's one of the ways the devil comes at us. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we're, we're pretty much wrapping this podcast up, guys. I, I really want to uh, 
leave it, you know, just close it out with with uh, a few words that that Tony Evans uh, wrote in the Kingdom Man here, and I'll let Shane kind of close us out following that. But uh, you know, just take this with you with everything that we've talked. Uh, I just think that it's extremely important to understand that, and th- and this is straight from the Kingdom, straight from Tony Evans. God has destined you for greatness. Jesus said that if you believe in him, you will do greater works than he did. Jesus said that if you believe in him, you will do greater works than he did. He didn't say that you might do them. He didn't even say that you could do them. Jesus said that if you believe, you will do them, and you will. And and so I just... uh, I encourage you all to strive for greatness. Uh, make sure that you're not glorifying yourself. Make sure that pride isn't getting in the way of that because ultimately, if you're going to achieve the greatness that God has for your life, you've got to align yourself with God's kingdom agenda. And so um, that kingdom agenda is to love and to serve and to benefit other people. Uh, I am second. You know, that's that's what God's kingdom agenda is. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave leave with that. That's good, man. Good stuff. Thanks for listening today. Uh, hope that the Lord moved in your heart. We're gonna close it out on Jesus' words. Uh, he said that we can do great things for Him, uh, for His kingdom. So let's, the challenge today is to go out and do that. Um, Start small or start start big, but pray for those opportunities to be great for Jesus. And he'll present them with you. He'll be faithful in those. And when they come, you prayed for them, be ready. Amen. Hey, go out there and be great for Jesus today. The verse of the day was John 14, 12. Read over that. Oh, you got one more thing? John 14, 12. Truly, truly, I say to you, He who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also, and greater works than these he will do. Amen.